0: Hello and welcome to the Vibe Union podcast, chatting with Melbourne musicians, creatives and keeping an eye on the scene. I am your host for today, Rath. Now, before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that we are recording on today, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. These are stolen lands that we live and work on. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Today we have a special guest for, there is an event coming up on uh, June 11th, which is one hell of a lineup. I want to say there's probably about 15, maybe more artists on the lineup. It is a true festival. Um, It is called uh, Young Gods Winter Festival, hosted at Mr. Boogeyman Bar, and it is hosted by the one and only Ivory Archer. Uh, G'day Ivory, how you going?
1: Hey, yo. Hey, hey. Great to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Ivory, you are a pillar of community. You uh, bring people together. You um, shed light on those that are talented, that deserve that light. You raise people up. And so I wanted to jump straight into uh, With Young Gods which is a series of events now, and this seems to be a bit of a culmination of effort with this Young Gods Winter Festival. Sure is. What is your philosophy behind the way you host these type of events that you run and the type of people that you're getting? What is your goal drive behind these events?
1: Well, yeah, definitely the main goal is, um, you know, bringing, bringing back the unity and just bringing, you know, music people all together and sharing, um, you know, collaborating, sharing with each other and, you know, and individually too, being able to have, you know, opportunities as artists to um, showcase what we're all about, you know, mm-hmm. together and individually. So it's always about the unity. Mm-hmm. That's the main goal. And, you know, and just, and yeah, and being able to keep, um, I think, you know, the Melbourne you know, hip hop culture of course, um, rap scene alive, um again after everything we've been through in the world, which we won't get into, <laughs> you know, but um yeah, it's um, you know, I mean I, I feel pretty lucky to have been around the time that I have and make the connections and network with different venue owners, of course, and you know, know certain people. And I'm you know, I've always been like, well, you know, why not be able be able to provide a space for, you know, all the upcoming and rising and, you know, well-established local artists in mm. our hip-hop rap culture as well as, you know, going off to like the bit of the pop culture, lo-fi vibes, you know, and all artists, you know, Melbourne artist vibes, like all the young, the youth that are out here, you know, doing their thing. Mm. So, yeah, bring it all together and that also gives me an opportunity as well to get in the mix and, you know, do my thing and, Yeah. Mm. So it's, well, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. We've
0: spoken before that you've uh, been on the scene a little longer than perhaps uh, some of the younger cats who are coming <laughs> to these shows. Um, <laughs> I'd love to then say, what is the defining characteristics, factors that you're seeing in this current scene, this current crop of youngsters that is different to perhaps what you've seen previously? How have you things seen things change, evolve, or stayed the same?
1: Um, there's some things that have, that are kind of the same, like, you know, at first, you know, when people, you know, when certain music people alike haven't really, you know, had the chance to network or meet or speak to each other, there's always sort of like that, you know, let's be real, like there's a bit of that coldness there, but then once you sort of break the layers down and sort of let yourself, you know, get involved or meet... Um, or perhaps get out of your shell and even get out to a show Mm. and then you're like, oh, you know, this ain't so bad. But, like, back in the day, like, things were a bit more hardcore, you know. Mm. It was like you had to be, you know, really dress a certain way. Um, There was was an image thing or you had to be part of a different – it was very – I mean, there's still crews and things around, but I think even back then it was – way back it was like very clicky mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and you had to obviously, if we're going to talk about hip-hop and rap, you know, I mean growing up with my my brother back then in the scene too, um, you know, if you, you didn't really know how to spit bars and you didn't mm-hmm. have this type of sound and way then like it wasn't cool. Right. Which I think, you know, which I always found really quite disturbing because, you know, um, I've always been very, I've, I love so many different genres of music. So mm. I come from a lot of different backgrounds in music mm. and definitely hip hop rap was something I grew up on. But, you know, there's, I don't, I think a, a great artist is, you know, able to intertwine different sounds mm. and feels and, and bring new feels to the scene. So what is, um, what defines things now, which is great and the characteristics I do see is just like people, like-minded people with the same sort of, um, you know, um, style in music, mm-hmm. but still, you know, we are venturing out and, and mm. really changing things up and, um, you know, bringing new sound um, and just being more relatable mm-hmm. as well to each other and I think to the to the listeners mm. and, yeah, and, and bringing, and it's also about bringing the love, mm-hmm. you know, back in there. That's really important oh, yeah. because it can, it, it you know, Let's face it music music in general around the world can be quite cutthroat mm-hmm. you know there are quite cold moments it's a it's you know it's a hard gig but you know there's always room for you know bringing yeah community together mm. together and um and bringing the loving that and just making each other feel like we can be hardcore and be you know do our <laughs> rap and spit our bars but there's <coughs> also let's you know let's just be real like human and and mm. you know bring the love in every, you know, in everything and, and love what we do, mm-hmm. you know, and enjoy, and enjoy, enjoy ourselves. And don't be so like, yeah, hardcore about it, but mm. you know, there's nothing wrong with like being like that too, but you know.
0: Well, there's a performative nature. I enjoy the performative uh kind of battle uh, mindset when on stage, when yeah. spitting your bars, even if you're in a freestyle cypher or what have you in yeah. sure you're, you're ready for combat. Yeah. I can, I can fuck with that when it's performative.
1: Exactly. But, but when
0: it, when it follows you off stage, yeah, it's, is, it is inherently part of your persona, your character. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm immediately I'm immediate like, we're not going to get anything done here. If you, you, you can speak plainly, you can be serious and professional, but this um, standoffishness, this coldness, I'm immediately backing away.
1: Yeah, it's exactly, look, it's everything I'm not, you know. I mean, there's many layers to me as a person, as an, as an artist as well. And, of course, like you said, like I come from, you know, a little bit way back as well, but mm. that—that's the thing. Like, I'd like to think too that sometimes I think through my music, or mostly. Oh, it's only—it's when you're on stage. Like, I probably show my ego more. Mm-hmm. It, it comes through my music, but it's not something that I think. Yeah, I would definitely say is a big part of my persona. It's definitely not like I'm, um, you know, I'm—I'm I'm, mm. I'm definitely a softie. I'm—I'm I'm a bit of a you know, <laughs> romantic rebel. I do call mm-hmm. myself that, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like. I'm firm, but yeah. yeah, on stage it shows like more, like that's where the, the strength comes in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But off stage and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, let's be real, man. Like just,
0: mm. you know, just,
1: just be chill. Because it's a good and place it, to
0: explore that. You want to be able to explore that ego. And it yeah. also can not trick you, but like um, uh, let's fake it till you make it. It's like when, if, you, if you can pretend that you're, that you're really feeling yourself on stage... And then off stage, in fact, even on stage, maybe behind the persona, we all, uh, there's all always, I mean, part of our minds going, fuck, I I really hope everyone (laughs) likes me, oh, geez. Uh, And you get to explore that. But yeah, you explore that, um, that egotistical side on stage.
1: Um, Yeah, it's still a real side. Yeah. But I think as artists, as creatives, as performers, you know, I always say this too, like we... We live on a different frequency, you know, mm-hmm. and it is a frequency. It's a frequency that can't be faked. Mm-hmm. But you know, and but being on stage as well, like it comes with, you know, almost being like there's an act. Mm. So you know, that's there's there's no better place to you know, I think speak through your music and you know, um, be that act that you need to be to actually portray. You know what mm. what you really want to say, the message you're trying to get across. But yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, off stage and that, like, I think, you know, it's only going to be beneficial to you as an artist, as a person, to um, definitely, you know, be Pleasant. be less <laughs> hardcore. Like, you know, if you're not looking a certain way, mm-hmm. or talking a certain way, or acting a certain way, like it's not going to be cool. Like that, mm. that stuff, that that's that sort of you know mindset. I think has been and gone, and should be left. There, yeah. like you know, this is yeah,
0: I think it still exists, but uh, it, still I de- exists. it definitely does not seem to be the um, well, I was actually thinking about talking about um, the different genres and different styles that that um can be showcased on the young god stage. Um, yeah, we don't exclude anything. Um, there's a, I think for me, it's more about what's the underlying, I've used the word philosophy again, but I'm gonna use it again, uh, <laughs> the underlying philosophy behind what you're doing rather than the actual sound rather than the actual personas that you're playing. And a good example for me is uh, has always been a mutha is someone who Yeah
1: big ups doubles to in the
0: R and B, doubles in hip hop, doubles in um, dance hall. There's dance hall rhythm yeah. all over has like stuff. galaxy vibes. That. There's galaxy vibes. Yeah, There's peace I love and that. love, peace and love. Peace and love. Reading energies of the room um, mm. and there seems to be I think for, from a um, not an outside, outside perspective, but um, for me it looks like there's a philosophy behind her music that is the main driving force rather than trying to fit into a particular genre, trying to fit, fit into a particular crowd or totally. fit a particular... She's um, a goddess at it. Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. You know, so that, that's a that's a great way to put it. And, and yeah, it's, you know, we're not... Young Gods for me is, yeah, it's a collective of people like that can bring so many different feels and vibes, um, you know, and uh, bringing that all together and, um, you know, I just, I love, I love seeing people that love what they do mm-hmm. come together in one huge room and just enjoy, mm-hmm. watching them enjoy yeah. themselves and, you know, um, unleashing, you mm. know, th- themselves and, yeah.
0: Mm. Um, well, that's a little bit on, um, kind of what you're building now, but let's take a little bit further back to what brought you here
1: what to this point here? in your life.
0: So first question, uh, I've got here is, uh, what is your first memory of creativity in your life? <laughs> well,
1: I remember like, I remember actually probably being, three years old
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, running around in <laughs> the nightclub that my my father was actually um, gigging at right. regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was, just really quickly, um, <laughs> I was very lucky to, um, yeah, have, you know, gig mum and dad. They were very heavily involved mm. in the music scene locally here in Melbourne, and um, my my father always, you know, he was very close with my mother. They had a beautiful friendship, and um, he loved having her at gigs. So, mm. therefore, that that um that entailed my mother my mother's waters broke <laughs> while my father was singing on stage with me. Like her, my yeah, her waters broke while she was pregnant with me. God damn. So I was basically. <laughs> born into the night scene you know so i don't know any better um so yeah like my my first memories are music and um you know like as a child like i just always remember people it was the weekend, you know. It was it was different, like different times as well. Like you could kind of have have your your little toddlers running around in you know in their their cool gear, like you know, yeah. In nightclubs. Yeah. So I was you know exploring backstage. I was touching microphones and instruments yeah. by the age of three. Amazing. You know, um, so it's it's a way of life and mm-hmm. um, yeah, gig life and just seeing people and always you know seeing an audience and having people come together and. Mm. You know, and just yeah, having a good time yeah. and and putting on a show, um, yeah. So did so. you take
0: to the stage quite early on then? Did you, or even if it wasn't necessarily on that particular stage, were you trying to perform as a child, like yeah. trying to get the adults' attention?
1: Hundred percent. I actually there's actually photographs of me um, interrupting my father's show. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was so funny because they were trying to. There was at one point like you know like I you know it was pretty safe. And, you know, everybody kind of knew everybody mm. and and stuff. And I wasn't the only kid kind of running around in there. But, mm. you know, I think from an early age, I always thought, like, I could do anything. Yeah. And um, I kind of went wandering and they were trying to look for me and... Um, they forgot to look backstage, but then here's me, I pop out in the middle of my dad's set, I found a tambourine. Yeah. And I come out shaking it and obviously three years old, you mm-hmm. you know, I'm still learning my words, I couldn't really sing. Yeah. And there was an actual a microphone that was left side stage. Yeah. Left, I think. Uh-huh. And um, they had, you know, Sound Engineer had left it on. Right. So... I've grabbed it, so imitating my father, and I've just mm-hmm. come on stage and gone wow, wow, <laughs> and he's just like, they're like, there she is. My mom's like, oh my well, god, yes. she's like shaking her head, and my dad just grabs me and um, he pops me on his lap, and it was yeah. so cute because we we're actually wearing the same white shiny shoes. <laughs> um, and I'm here, I am holding, you know, trying to be a diva from back then, you could say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, now just you know enjoying, yeah, enjoying that kind of that limelight. Um, Yeah. And, um, wanting to, yeah, just wanting to express myself, I guess, since Mm -hmm. back then. So that's the earliest memory. Like music has always been everything to Mm me.
0: Yeah. What kind of music was your, was your dad playing?
1: Um, lots of, uh, like, you know, 60s, 70s rock music. Oh, cool. Um, but also he sang in a different language as well. He, Mm -hmm. um, He comes from the land of Greece, Mm -hmm. so being that I'm half Greek. Mm -hmm. And um, he, yeah, so he was mixing up his um, shows like that. He was, um, but it was mainly, like, he played guitar and things like that and it was a full band behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so, yeah, lots of banging drums and and stuff like that. And he was into, you know, um, the door, like, he'd do things like the doors. He had a very, he had a great, he had a huge, like, Huge voice mm-hmm. Vocal stylistics Like pretty Pretty damn cool For yeah. you know His time um, Locally in the scene And mm-hmm. um, he left a Pretty cool name behind um, As well And yeah So Lots of rock and roll Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs> So then you had lots of rock and roll growing up. Uh, I think you mentioned that your your brother, though, was a big influence musically as well. Is that
1: right? Sure is. Once again, um, Mama was pregnant with him and waters broke again. <laughs> In the nightclub. This is like a full true story. I was actually even conceived on a plane.
0: My God. My, my, my,
1: <laughs> <laughs> my parents so were travelling. Yeah, they were young, you know, yeah. and um, full of, you know, yeah wanting to explore each other and mm-hmm. I was actually conceived on a plane. But my mom, my mother's waters broke with my brother again mm-hmm. um, while my father was singing and, yeah. you know, obviously my, my brother and I are only a year apart. So growing up very closely together, mm-hmm. um, we we also did um, a lot of music together from really young because mm-hmm. we were sent to different singing and dance schools from mm-hmm. like the age of three.
0: Yeah.
1: I actually went to Young Talent Time. Oh, cool. <laughs> And, um, you know, Johnny Young Talent, yeah, school. Like I saw, yeah. you know, I got to meet like Kylie Minogue, Tina Arena, Danny Minogue when they were in their little prime time. Wow, right, right, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did all that. Um, so, yeah, my brother and I both grew up with a lot of music and, mm-hmm. you know, influences like Michael Jackson, you know, Madonna, mm-hmm. this, that. And then, of course, came hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm you know and stuff like that getting into our teens you know we um my brother obviously you know he was in a few gangs mm-hmm. but nothing too nothing too heavy mm-hmm. but it was always more like again he was always more about you know bringing people together and the love and that's yeah. because that stemmed off from my parents you know mm-hmm. like as well. I remember before like he'd go to his gigs, we'd have like family gatherings on the weekend. Yeah. And like, you know, there would be like barbecues happening and this and that and all the family tree was there. And yeah. my, my father would entertain everybody before he'd he'd leave with my mum or us yeah, yeah, and, yeah. to go on stage. So mm-hmm. I don't. Again, yeah. Like I had a great childhood, I have to say. Mm. Really lucky, really blessed. Like that. Like I don't know any better than like bringing people together mm-hmm. and just doing music. Doing music. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. that's that's the story. Morning glory.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so was your brother performing hip hop or just ingrained in the culture?
1: My. That's a really great question. Yeah. Um, And I hope he hears this podcast. I want to make him hear it because maybe this will give him a little kick. Yeah. Um, My brother is actually, I would say, he's he's not a hip-hop artist out here. He's not on platforms. Yeah. He's probably got a million songs. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a rapper and an amazing singer Mm -hmm. and he's an amazing, intelligent lyricist, Mm -hmm. writer. Um, He makes his own beats. He probably has. He's a, made
0: one or two for you, has he? Has he not?
1: Um, he's. We've we've collabed on a lot yeah. of stuff. A lot of my tracks. Yeah. He's involved, um, but he likes to say stay completely anonymous. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, my brother, you know, he he's really great at what he does, and he he knows how he how great he can be. But mm-hmm. he's actually really, he's very introverted, mm-hmm. and he's very shy. Mm-hmm. In a way, he can be very shy, which it kind of kills me because if you saw, if he was to perform, mm. like people would just <laughs> he would just be adored by so many people. But he um, he's really more about like he loves to be locked away in his studio. Yeah. And he just makes music. Like if he's not, when he's not working, he's making music day and night. Like that's his mm. that's his best friend, that's his lover. Yeah. Um so yeah, he... He hasn't ventured out in the ways that I have, mm. although he's very much in the background. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's he's pretty dope. Mm. Not because he's my brother, but <laughs> I even, I'd even say like you know people people say to me, "Wow, like you're doing you're doing good in music." You know, mm-hmm. I like this, I like that, and then I'm thinking, man, if you only heard my brother, he's mm-hmm. like so much better than me. Mm. Um, and that, that, that's that's how I feel. Mm. Yeah.
0: So I guess there's um there's always uh I mean. You know, there's always – you can be the most talented person in the world and that's really, really great. But there is also – there's another part of your personality that needs to connect with that to actually then take it to the world to actually to build it into something. A hundred percent. But I really relate to that mm. wanting to be locked away in the studio.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, I think uh, definitely that a lot of people can. And there is a big part of me too, like um, on the rule, like I don't often admit this, mm. but um, – Like I've become more comfortable with it now. There was a time in my life where I actually had this – I was torn between – like I love to perform and be networking with like-minded music people. And then I have this other side to me where it's almost like I – even though I've grown up in the nightlife, Mm -hmm. there's there's a side of me that it's like I don't want to be in the nightlife as well, if that makes sense. It's just – yeah, it can – I w- there were times like I felt c- kind of torn, like, you know, because mm. I can be like a real homebody like my brother too and want to be locked away just creating. Yeah. You know, that, that that is a very big side of me. You mm. know, I can't spend hours just, you know, working on on a beat, mm. you know. Um, that often happens when I've gone away and made my own techno. I can be there yeah. for 10 hours. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm really, it's very, it's like therapy for me.
0: Is there any of your techno available?
1: Sure is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's um, – I don't talk about it much, but definitely have um, – I've got a lot of – a lot of it's on Spotify. There's um, – a lot of it is on SoundCloud too. There's some yeah. stuff on SoundCloud that's not on Spotify and obviously through distro it, it goes onto YouTube. Under a different name? No. Under Ivory Archer. I just have kept it under Ivory Archer, just kept it simple.
0: Man, i got to do my research but, uh, <laughs> before I do these episodes.
1: But, you know, it's just um, – you know, I'm not trying to be anything with it. It's mm-hmm. just what I love, and I've um, I I did a, I produced a lot of um, my kind of techno, what I called, yeah, um, what felt right at the time during um, our pandemic lockdown. Yeah, yeah right. That's how I spent a lot of my time. It, it, you know, I mean, of course, we wanted to be out there, but it kind of suited me fine. Mm. Um, you know, because I I took that opportunity to just go away and just make make beats. Yeah, you know. And being a- slaved in that, and in sound. Yeah. It was just, it was like heaven for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, hey, there's uh, many people who feel the same, me included. who Exactly. You like, know exactly oh, how no, that we feels. We can't go to events. I'm really cut up about that. Um, I guess I'll spend every waking moment making beats. Oh, yeah. the worst life.
1: And this is why, yeah, here we are out here now, like being out of lockdown, I think there's everybody, you know, that I've been able to network with you know, before lockdown and all the pandemic and COVID mm. and all that, yada, yada, but, and then in between lockdown, keeping in contact with like-minded people, which was amazing, like mm. Vibe Union, shout out to Vibe Union, mm-hmm. putting on those live streams and, you know, keeping, um, putting all those, you know, workshops together and stuff online and keeping everything together, that really, um you know, that really kept me in music shape, you mm-hmm. can call call mm-hmm. it, um, and then you know, kept things creative for us and we kept working on things individually, together. And so coming out of lockdown, I was just like, and we." I know we'll get to more questions because yeah. it's not just me that's involved, of
0: course. This is, the point of this podcast is to talk to you. This is just what it's all about. Don't worry about it. You know, so, I don't have many questions left anyway. Yeah, <laughs> We're rambling.
1: There's, you know, so many of us that are, I think, hungry in a positive way, mm-hmm. in a uniting way, like let's get out here now, you know. You know, I'm one of those people. Like, let's mm. get out here now and let's let's like perform and mm-hmm. be in the physical, and um, you know, mm. show show ourselves as what we're what we're made of as artists. You know, locally. So, mm. yeah, it's nice to be locked away creating, but I think, yeah, there comes a time too. You you need to you need to physically express yourself mm. with sound.
0: But perhaps you need. Well, I guess you need both, and this is actually coming at a very interesting time because I because mm. I've been working so hard on building Vibe Union over the past two years, and it's being basically sure a, a two-year uh, full-time job. And Master then at lately, it. Lately, thank you so much. And then lately, um, getting that feeling again of like I gotta do something uh, for yourselves. I gotta be locked away. I need. To, I love being locked away. That is where I feel most <laughs> at home. Is well, physically at home, but also just most comfortable is being locked away and working on something. Um. And I think when you're out there on stage or running events like like we both do, um, mm. there is that. Uh, it's a good thing to have, but there is that. You put that expectation on yourself. Like, I gotta. Essentially, you gotta hustle. I gotta work. I gotta make those connections. I gotta do all this. It's a big and hustle. And you have to maintain it. But. It can be very unsustainable. It can be very unsustainable to stay in that place. And I don't think it's necessarily sustainable. I, you know, I'm sure we've both experienced, however, the flip side, when you do get, lock yourself away, Definitely. producing or writing or what have you. And that's also a place where you can easily fall into a deep depression <laughs> because you're locked yeah. away because we are creative. Um, we are uh, – What, what am I, what's the word? Um, Social creatures, we are still human, we We are are still social people. So, you
1: have to keep a balance, yeah, you know, and then and and trying to find that fine tune that balance can, you know, yeah, it can get rusty. But,
0: do you find it easy to flick between the two quite quickly, or do you need long periods locked away and then your period of on stage and then kind of flick between it like that? Or, (laughs) because I mean, in comparison to say. Spend the morning producing, and then go out that night, and then repeat that process. I th- I think that's a a difficult place to maintain because they're two very different mindsets.
1: If I'm being really honest,
0: mm. let's not sugarcoat
1: anything Please. here now. It's not okay. what this podcast is about because I don't want to. I'm going to be. I'm. You know, we're laying. We're laying it all out yeah. here on the table. <laughs> um, I try to keep a lot of things organized. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have to with the with these kind of events and stuff, but um. For a while now, mm. on answering your question, it's there's actually no there's no order mm-hmm. at the moment. It is honestly so all over the joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I'm lucky I have a very adapt adaptable nature mm-hmm. by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I I do love order,
0: mm.
1: but I can cope with. Chaos as well, which is quite lucky. But I'm mm-hmm. still, I still learn. And I still have my uh, frustrating moments of yeah. things. But um, and then it's like, oh damn, I don't have time to do this for me. But I'll, I can do it maybe here. But mm, it should have mm-hmm. been organized there. Look, that that stuff does happen. And I don't, I don't, I can't. I'd, I'd say there is no complete, um, you know, order or process and, and of mm-hmm. how I'm doing things at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to, but it's still. I don't know. I'm getting it done, and it's yeah. working out. But I would, I do want to take some time away sometimes, mm-hmm. and then go back and focus on, you know, um, music. Mm-hmm. You know, getting getting a track or an EP like solidly, you know, done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to be able to tell a complete story behind that, and sometimes mm-hmm. ins- that is on my mind. Like mm-hmm. instead of just maybe throwing a track out here and there, but then. I do it's worked out kind of cool. Like we you produced a track for me, mm-hmm. the remix, the Fendi X Unity Music Freestyle. Yeah. Um, which obviously came about through like, you know, spoken word and writing bars and stuff. Mm. And um, you know, I wrote that based on this whole young gods, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: collective of people and things yeah. and how, you know, and then and obviously some bits and pieces about my my life experiences. So you know you throw out little things like that singles or whatever but and it, and it feels good at the time as well because it led up to there was an event coming up so i needed something new to bring out yeah but again like some things can i can plan well and then some things it just it just sort of happens like it's something i have kind of pre thought of but i haven't actually planned the time to go away and do it yeah and then come back and maybe go to and, and then have the event. It's just all happening. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the honest. Yeah, it's a big mixture of things at the moment. <laughs> yeah. But I do wanna I do wanna kind of um, start, you know, I have said to myself in the last few weeks, I do wanna kind of start scheduling things for myself and if anybody yeah. else wants to be involved in that too where you know I can so- kind of like pull back for a little bit yeah do some other background planning or do something uh, you know proper creative mm. being creative and 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 you know getting um getting some more tracks done getting some more visuals done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then coming out with like right we're putting on a show yeah and then getting you know then you know connecting out there again saying like who who wants to do a set who wants to be involved in this and You know, get involved and how it all intertwines. You know, with with one another. Mm. So, it's a big mixture of things at the moment. If I'm being really honest, but it's it's coming together fine. Yeah, just fine. And I'm I'm really I'm really happy. Mm. Yeah.
0: I guess it's tired um, but happy. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I can't. I I couldn't relate to anything more. (laughs) Just. (laughs) a <laughs> um yeah I like seeing that pace and when you're when you've got that pace when you were just running and you just as you're going you figured this out you figured that out you' yeah. like you just make it work and uh, I'm sure your diary looks like mine and it's just crazy. one-hour blocks is everywhere, just like, oh, I'll do yeah. that there, I'll do this here, blah, blah, blah. Maybe and trap it's, nap, quick
1: disco nap there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, and it's intense, uh, but yeah. um, but at the same time, it does force a certain type of creativity as well, which I really enjoy. Yeah. The, um, when you've got a lot of time... You also procrastinate a lot more. Exactly. And when you've only got one hour, you're like I need to write a track this week, or I, I need to like literally like I, you know there's a po- we got a poetry night tonight. And That's right. you do I, too. I, I put in like, I put it like an hour bracket. Like I need to write a poem for this night, and it's not like I'm waiting for for inspiration or strike. I'm it's like, like it's got to get it done. It's actually a job. It's always, a job. You know, um, but it, but it still comes from a real place. Place. Um, I think some people get really scared of, of like scheduling things like that too tightly because it feels it takes the love out of it. But I find because yeah. you've already got that pace, you're living so much life, you're doing so many things, you've actually you've got it all locked away, it's all ready to go, and it's actually really exciting to be able to teach yourself how to turn it on when the time comes. Yeah,
1: I call it like it's um it's a sense of it's a sense of urgency. It's like there's mm-hmm. it's an it's urgency now. Let's let's go. Like yeah, you just got to roll with the punches, you know? Yeah, yeah. So and as, yeah. When it's mm. when you're on, you're on. You got to be on and yeah, make it all happen.
0: But still, good to take some time for yourself. It, and there, of course, we, I think we both need to uh, maybe take <laughs> note of that. Advice. We need a we need a music <laughs> holiday. Yeah. Well, it's it's winter times coming up. Oh, we we're, we're hitting it now, so um, sure this are. is a good time to slow things down a little bit and plan for yet another giant summer.
1: In, That's my in, plan. In saying that. <laughs> It's <laughs> funny you said that because already last night, and this yeah. is, look, and this is a great thing. I think like, you know, a lot of us being out here and, um, you know, taking our chances, but also still it's planned, it, things, you know, plans are happening mm. um, and, you know, and people are from everywhere locally, which is amazing, are starting to really notice what's going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, the whole intention of this wasn't like, oh, we're out here trying to get attention. It's never like that. We're mm-hmm. just out here doing us. But what's happened is it's, it's brought... You know, it's made people pay attention Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny because last time I was thinking, oh, you know, in the middle of um, doing some, you know, backdrops Mm -hmm. for Young Gods Winterfest, you know, different decor going on, which is cool. I get a message, hey, I've got this date available in August. Yeah. Do you want it? (laughs) Do you think I'm going to say No, No, of
0: course you don't say no. You take the date. Of course you take the date. (laughs) And
1: it's like. I'm like what day is it? Like, yeah. cuz I haven't had a chance to quickly look in the calendar. i have given you know, the mm-hmm. actual day by number and then it's like it's a Friday. I'm mm-hmm. like I'm not giving up on a Friday night. No, take it. You know, it's <laughs> like that's that's R&B Friday night. That's hip hop night. Yeah. You know, so you know, you yeah, we'd love to schedule in a music holiday, mm. a bit of, you know, yeah, locked mm. away, you know, rest. We you do. You need to you need to um yeah, rest and then, you know, do it all again. But Very important, at the same time, you never
0: know when opportunities are going to come. And you can't, so. you know,
1: and yeah, I think, you know, it, we're, we're in a place at the moment <laughs> where we, we were locked down for so long. There's a lot of us that are, you know, on that wave of like, I don't want to miss a beat anymore. Yeah, totally. You know, I don't, you know, let's live mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, and let's do this and let's like, you know, um, you know, reawaken what mm-hmm. I think the Melbourne music scene kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's coming you, back. It's come back. It's coming and back. It's coming back
0: strong. People are keen. People are really hungry and yeah, excited.
1: And it's, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 I really want to say in this podcast, like mm-hmm. from my, from the de- depths of my soul, because again, like, you know, through these podcasts, like some people will get to hear that, you know, music for me. Yeah. It comes from the womb, man. Like, <laughs> and it's, you know, what I know and it's for me, I, I, I thrive on just seeing. People like the youth get mm-hmm. out there yeah. um, and and new new souls come to the scene and like I just love discovering mm-hmm. um, and then watching them. Like I don't expect anything. I just mm-hmm. if I you know, some people are continuously thanking me and it's like I didn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know. We just we we let ourselves, you know, unlike you know take those layers down and those mm-hmm. boundaries and, and just and just have a, have a real chat from, mm-hmm. you know, human to human. And, you know, we found out a little bit more about each other and it's like music is what we have in common. And, yeah. um, you know, I've just – it's just I'm just lucky that I know what I know mm-hmm. and I could provide that space. Mm-hmm. The rest you did, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're up there on stage, that's completely your time connecting mm-hmm. with people. And, you know, so mm. –
0: Building platforms. Yeah, I'm just, I, I, I just really,
1: yeah, soulfully love um, seeing people, uh, you know, unfold and, you know, mm. loving their time up there and, mm-hmm. and, and seeing them like, yeah, make make their way into the the local industry mm-hmm. and yeah, build themselves. It's an it's a beautiful thing.
0: Well, if you want to see the stages that Ivory builds and you want to see the the young talent that um, populates those stages. Then there's only one place to be on June 11th, Saturday, June 11th, um, and that's Young Gods Winter Festival and Mr. Boogeyman boo- 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 Bar. And uh, sh- shameless plug, if you want to catch me, I'll be there. I'll be performing. i got some new shit. Done, can't so. wait to see you <laughs> yeah, perform this out. new
1: EP. And I just want to, I do want to add and give, <laughs> I want to give a massive shout out. I must mention that, um, you know, throughout these Young Gods series, um, it hasn't been me alone Um, Mm -hmm. At Mm -hmm. all Um, Yes I'm the host and this and that But um, at the same time um, Big shout out to Mikado Mm -hmm. Mikado The head bitch (laughs) in charge H-B-I-C She Has been My you know My other hand Mm. My other half in this like You know we spend a lot of time um, Talking about artists Bringing like People together, um, lineups, and of course, not to mention, let's her flyers, her graphics are just mm-hmm. insane. There's Huge. so much work that um, I'm so grateful to her. Um, I love her so much, as mm-hmm. much as as well as everybody that's involved and in, in you know in this local scene that I've crossed, crossed paths with. But you know, um, she's really been um, a, a massive. I couldn't have done this without her, and especially this Winterfest too. Mm-hmm um you know we really wanted to put together like it's a hardcore lineup you know mm-hmm. and it's it, we really wanted to put together two people that um like they you're all dropping eps
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is fantastic and yeah we and we really wanted to create a a beautiful vibe and just you know Bring, bring, bring the music alive, and yeah. here we are. And she's, and she's, yeah, she's an incredible artist herself, mm-hmm. of course. And um, you know, she's, I think, also, I, I like to think that she's in these shows too. She brings this female energy that, yes. um, you know, there's a lot of that I think no one can bring too. Mm. Um, Power. Power. power to the stage she's a powerhouse <laughs> so I'm, I'm really grateful to her and as well like you know Amutha as well she's um another female energy that I'm so like we spoke about her earlier but yeah mm. um with her music but also you know she's provided us with her amazing VU canvases yep and you know she's you know, it, there's a few of you out there that you are always like contacting me, you know, make like letting me know, do you need anything? Like mm-hmm. let me know. You know, I have a lot of people helping and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, she's definitely, Amutha has definitely been a big help. And, yeah, and DJ Kai, I want to mention. DJ Kai. DJ Kai. The nicest guy. And our photographers, <laughs> you know, David Walker, you know, Miss Jess. And um, I'm having, I'm actually having a third photographer this time. Mm. Um, She goes by the name, her Instagram handle is taken by Porsche, Miss Porsche.
0: Miss Porsche.
1: Yeah. So um, there's lots going on, lots of people involved. Mm -hmm. And of course, like I do want to say big thank you to you too, Rath, because, you know, along the way, you know, with you doing, you know, Vibe Union gigs, bringing people together, you know, there's um, a lot of artists from Vibe Union that have – We've combined with young gods. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the OGs. Yeah, I like to call them too. But, and we're always bringing, you know, new people to the scene, which is a beautiful thing too. But, uh, yeah, once I'm, I'm, I'm so rapt to see you, come and perform for us finally. It's <laughs> gonna be
0: huge. It's gonna be huge. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. I'm actually putting my practice in. I always forget to practice my songs. This time I'm going to be practiced up, ready to go. <laughs> practice makes perfect. It's it does. It's easier. Ivory Archer, thank you so much for being on the Vibe Union podcast. Thank huge, you so much. big chats. Um, for those listening, uh, a few instructions for you, and these are absolute musts. You must like, you must comment, you must share, you must subscribe, you must do these things. Sharing this does help immensely. Uh, but most importantly, hit the link in the description to come down to uh, Young Gods Winter Festival at Mr. Boogeyman Bar. It's going to be huge. See you there. Bye. Bye. Bye.